Award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. We're glad you're tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We are on location today with Commissioner Jimmy Granberry at his farm. So we're happy to be here, happy to be outside. The weather's nice today. Oh, man, it is gorgeous. Mr. Don King's helping me co-host. Yes. Hey, good to be here, and uh, we appreciate the invitation to come oh, down. No problem. Yeah, welcome. Welcome to my little piece of heaven. Man, I can it see sure why you is. like it out here. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It really is. This is awesome. Yeah, we were just chatting, and we'll get into a few more details about the farm here maybe while, sure. we're, while we're on the on the show. But it's it's got everything. I mean, he's got some sunflowers growing back here. I think you're ready for dove season. I'm getting ready for dove season, <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so anyway, we got a lot to talk about today. It's going to be a fun show. But first, um, I wanted to mention that uh, you know we've been selling hats, right, Don? And I'll I'll model this one here. There you yeah, go. we got the blue one. That's the current model, right? Right. Blue, blue hat, um, and uh, we've man. had brown oh. ones and and other brown ones and uh, yeah. the mesh back and things like that. But now we have. The official store is online. Shop, go shop .com. We'll take you there. Uh huh. And uh, there's a camo hat available now. Some buffs. Uh, we're selling the calendar. So right. all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, and I bought a bunch of the brown ones. Uh, but now we're sold out of the brown ones. But first person that. <laughs> Text me uh, when they see the show on the Wildcast. I'll send them a free hat. Oh, there you go. <laughs> How about All that? Right. We'll make sure you got to watch the show, though. So. I like that yeah. idea. Are we going to post your number? Uh, yeah, six one five. Email 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 me at the uh, at the agency. That, there you that, go. That's, that's probably better. There you go. All right, cool. Well, that's awesome. Thanks yeah. for throwing that yeah. in. Don't, yeah. don't want to give yourself a phone out, <laughs> especially being a commissioner. They be calling you at three o'clock in the morning that you know something's uh, not right. So, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm sure you get many calls, and that's what you're there for. I mean, no, you know. absolutely. And and I encourage people to call and email and. Uh, it's what we're here for. Yeah. Public input. It's, it's so important. I know we encourage it, you know, through the website, ask TWRA and, and comment on, you know, various hunting seasons and fishing yeah. regulations and uh, things like that. Absolutely. And, uh, I had a guy call me and left a voicemail and I called him back and he, he was like stunned. He said, well, what are you calling me back for? I said, well, you call me and <laughs> ask me to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not supposed to call you back. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what the role of the commissioner no, is. Absolutely, you're, you're there for your your yeah. region, or if you're statewide, or if yeah. your district. It was or it was a, a local uh, in one of my counties, so uh -huh. that was, yeah, great. I'm statewide. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, so anyway, yeah. Thanks for inviting us out to the farm. Tell us about your place here. It's beautiful. Well, that's a little piece of heaven. We got uh, 300 acres, and we got Jones Creek off to my left, and full of smallmouth and rockfish, and uh, you know we got a lot of natural streams running into the to the uh big creek and i got some steers i got some donkeys i got turkey i got deer i got bald eagles i mean bluebirds hummingbirds you name it we got it so uh, snakes yeah uh, possums skunks <laughs> list goes on and on <laughs> yeah i mean it's just there everything uh mm. a lot of woods uh, a lot of open fields so it's a little bit everything of wildlife which yeah. is great awesome I think it's beautiful. I, I love a place like this. It's uh, yeah. It's we like saw deer and turkeys both coming in. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. A couple of couple of fawns running through the yeah. Through there's the road a couple of twins there. up the top of the hill. I think we saw. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's yep. what we saw coming in. Coming in. Awesome. So, um, I guess my first question thought: What's it like being a commissioner? What what's what's it like to uh, be on that 
on that panel up in front of everybody every every month and, and discuss things that, that we're doing as an agency. You know, I, I knew a lot about the agency before I became a commissioner. You know, I've got a lot of friends, two two real close friends, Earl Bentz and Ray Bell, who were commissioners. And, mm-hmm. um, but I had no idea the depth uh-huh. of what it really involved uh, and, and how much the agency does statewide just across the board it's just not hunting and fishing and boating it's you know the hatcheries the conservations and uh, conservation and all the stuff that the agency does right you know seven or eight hundred employees you know statewide and every time you know just recently there was a a helicopter crash in in knoxville and Mm -hmm. there were the twra guys front and center as part of the rescue right so it's just so vast in what we do and the, the the size of the budget um, it just, you know, it was overwhelming and it's taken me a year, year and a half to really get my arms around the, the whole, uh, the whole, the whole system and what we still learning. I mean, I'll be learning until I roll off in five and a half years, four right. and a half years, actually. Yeah. So you've been, like you said, four, uh, been on a year and a half now. It's a six year term. Six year term. I was appointed. Right. There's nine, there's nine of us that are appointed by the governor that each have a region statewide, you know, pied up like almost, you know, 10 counties apiece, 95 counties in the uh-huh. state, roughly. And then there's four that are appointed uh, by the, the, the House and the Senate, two each, and they serve a four-year term. Awesome. So uh, what's uh, what's one of the things that stood out in your year and a half that uh, that you've enjoyed or maybe you, you uh, want to reflect on? Uh, that I mean, there's a lot that's going on, I guess, Yeah, uh, I think year I and think a half the, uh, so uh, far. For us, uh, this particular commission and, and, and years to come is the impact of CWD. It's, right. You know, it's only been, what, a year and seven months since we had our first positive test yeah. um, in late 18. And what's happened from that day till today and what's continued to happen and, and what will need to be uh, done to help, uh, you know, you, it's, it's, it's un, you know, not curable, but you've got to stop it you've got to contain right. it. it's like a fire right try to keep it in, a, in an area and not let it spread so that that's really you know we spent a lot of time on cwd you know we put in the cwd zone mm-hmm. we put in you know we're buying a big incinerator uh hiring some new manpower to help with that right you know just the whole i mean everything every it's, it's a new day every day trying to always learn changing. learn about the, the the whole uh the whole disease and and what's going on yeah that first year it was definitely all hands on deck from all parts of the state we had personnel coming in and working those weekends at check stations and uh, right. uh it was it was pretty amazing to you see. know even though it's a it's a disease that's been around for a, a long time out west it was uh you know for us you know we had to think it was coming but then all of a sudden there it is and it's right. like you're prepared, but you're really not prepared because uh-huh. yeah. now it's real. It's live. There was a lot of work going on to keep Tennessee CWD free, you know, right, and right. plans and, and preparing. And and you're never really prepared for something like right. that, I don't think, when it hits. But. Yeah, and then the other, uh, you know, these are issues and, and you have to deal with. It's not just season setting and, you know, license fees or whatever but you know we also have the asian carp issue which mm-hmm. is you know as big an issue and you're trying to contain it and you're trying to erad- you can eradicate it it's not you know something that you but it's just so many acres of water mm. that we deal with right. and you, then you got the other states that are connected to us that you know that's where a lot of it's coming through the mississippi river and the and a lot of that we don't control so. correct that's why you're 
you know, going to the national level, yeah, yeah. putting in the, the, the barriers at, right. the, at the locks and the gates yeah. and trying to figure that out. <laughs> you know, now we've got one put in and it's built in uh, Great Britain and they can't get over here to service it <laughs> because of the pandemic. So yeah. there's always something that, 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 yeah. that, that, that triggers into the, to the operation. Hey, let's step back and sure. find out how'd you get bit by this bug? How'd you how'd you get get your outdoors uh, experience early on? Well, uh, my family I'm I'm a descendant of the H.G. Hill family, and uh, Mr. Hill Senior loved to fish, and he had a place up in in uh, Warren County, Rock Island, Tennessee. It's called Great Falls Reservoir. It's the Caney Fork River and the Collins that they come together in the Great Falls Dam. Oh, neat. Hmm. And uh, he bought a place up there in the early 1920s, and so I was born in 57, so my mother grew up going up there, and we started going up there. And, of course, my first introduction to the outdoors was more on the water sports, you know, boating and, uh-huh. and water skiing and inner tubing and all that stuff. But you did fish a little bit, but not nearly as much as, as when you got a little, a little bit older. Sure. So I learned how to, I actually learned how to ski before I learned how to swim. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we had an old uh, Chris Craft. We still have it. It's a '56 Chris Craft, wow. the old wood Chris Craft oh, that uh, you know had a uh, you know just the, you know lever on the floor and the ivory steering wheel. It's it's a really cool. Old I boat. bet it's good shape too. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, full, it's sitting in the garage. It's fully restored, ready to go. Oh, you have to you have to either put them in the water or take them out because they they have to you know the water has to get in and or, or they'll sink because the, they have to swell the teak has to swell sure to lock it in it's not like a glass boat huh. wow so have you had it out uh at all since you've had it restored no we hadn't it's uh it's my uncle's he's kind of claimed it and, and so he's <laughs> he's got it in his garage well you would sneak it out one day. yeah well, i like the glass boats they're a little bit easier to maintain <laughs> uh, that's kind of where the bug started you know really back yeah. then and um just you know you know what a great way to grow up you know water skiing yeah. and swimming and you know hanging out at the lake and stuff so that's mm-hmm. where we all got started and this was you know before you know that area really got popular uh-huh. there wasn't a whole lot of there was just this one stretch of families that had places right there by the by the dam yeah that's a really pretty area oh there. it's just gorgeous Beautiful. you know behind the dam and which becomes center hill and yeah all the hikes back in there and the, you know there's walleye there's now now they've discovered muskie all over the the, the collins river behind okay, the dam yeah. and a lot of popular uh you know, a lot of popularity going up there muskie fishing yeah, i mean a lot of folks come down from up north yeah to fish yeah. our muskie waters right they can't fish well, they up. can't get to canada right now so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there, you so that, there you go walleye you know they've all jimmy holt did a show behind the dam for years mm. there's a state park rock island state park right, is right there as uh-huh. well yep Awesome. Uh, you mentioned H.G. Um, Hill. Tell us about that. Well, I see um, the sign here yeah. on the barn. Yeah, we found that at an antique store. My children gave it to me for my birthday. But, uh, you know, I'm fourth generation of the H.G. Hill family, and uh, we were in the grocery business for 99 years, and then we sort of morphed into the real estate business. We sold the grocery operation, and so we kept a lot of the old, you know, memorabilia from the stores. This is our 125th year. Wow. In operation. We're, you know, primarily real estate development now. Okay. I wish we were in the grocery business now. As good as <laughs> as good as grocery business is right now during the pandemic. Right, I wish man. we were in the grocery business. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what's your favorite thing to do outdoors? You mentioned growing up, uh, you know, skiing and boating and things like yeah. that. But if you had your choice, I mean, you got your run of the meal here with the deer and turkey. But what's, yeah. what's your favorite thing to well, do? Well, I love to turkey hunt. I'd yeah. rather turkey hunt than anything. But uh, quite honestly, it's just. There's so much to do on a farm, 
you know, if you're, especially if you're what we call weekend warriors uh-huh. mm-hmm. and you come out here and you're, you know, cutting a tree down or bush hogging, which we did really cut way back on this year because sure. we're trying to, you know, do the best practices of, well, if you watch our lot, one of our I know, shows, I'm, I'm, I, I'm the, I have not, my bush hog is chained to the fence down there and nobody's allowed to bush hog till, till recreational bush hog, a, a, bush April, hogging. Yeah, April yeah. Fi, uh, August 15th. But, uh, <laughs> I'm just the ultimate piddler. You know, my wife loves to garden and I love to piddle. And so I'm planting a lot of new trees where we built the house and, just you know, nurturing uh, you know, filling up bird feeders, hummingbird feeders, uh, you know, feeders for the wildlife in the off season. Uh, just uh, fishing in the creek. You know, I mean, I'm just always kind of doing something, something, something to do. I'm the I'm the uh, I'm the world's greatest piddler. When it- <laughs> well, you know, there's not. Uh, it's not only the commission's job to help with game animals and 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 some of the nuisance things that we're dealing with but non-game is a part of that too you mentioned feeding birds oh absolutely you know we've got a list of of animals that we have to protect that's non-game as well i've put out at least 50 bird feed uh, bluebird boxes all over the farm and you know then in the winter time you clean them out and get ready for the spring and you know just watch the had a had a really good farm cat down here that was uh, enjoying eating my bluebirds so i had to take him back to nashville because he was eating all my bluebirds oh man we'd come in we'd Those show up meals and, coming out of the bird yeah we'd show the... up and he'd be sitting on top of the bluebird box oh, and say, yeah. wait a minute charlie that's not that's not that's not what charlie. you're supposed to be doing oh. but he he went we we joke he went from the uh the hay bale to the oriental so he's in he's in nashville right now <laughs> living the life he oh, but he was a, he was he's a great old cat but he he's a hunting machine yeah huh. well um, they're, they're good on mice right but not, oh yeah not so much the bird. well the problem in nashville he brings them in the house and then they get away and they fall down in the ductwork and then we got <laughs> it's just you know it's great that he captures them but you know you're supposed to either eat them or, or discard them and not let them run loose and get in the duck work brings them in to play with yeah, them play, yeah he gets tired you know you go i'm gonna let you go it's pretty funny oh uh, that's funny yeah that's awesome so you said you know you like to be outdoors and and not only hunt and fish but mess around with the trees and the birds and things like that what else do you like to get into i mean it's a I'm sure this fishing on this pond is so much fun. Oh, know? yeah, yeah, especially with my grandkids. You know, we were jumping off the dock this weekend, and they got a big kick out of yeah. Big Daddy jumping off the dock. But <laughs> the, the grandkids, we, we I've got a, a four-seater Kubota diesel in the garage, and, and the grandkids call it, let's go on an adventure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on, Big Daddy, let's go on an adventure. So we'll just take off, and we'll, you know, go do something. We'll look for deer sheds, or we'll go to a freshly plowed field look for arrowheads or we'll go wade in the creek and the dog loves to swim and uh, we'll go fish a little bit uh, just you know whatever kind of you know go for a picnic and uh, yeah yeah they're, they're six and three so as they get older maybe we'll start doing some canoe trips uh-huh that's that's awesome that you're passing on that legacy the, the you know the tradition of hunting and fishing to the, your grandkids and that's, I think, something that's really happened a lot this year. Folks are getting outdoors more. Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? It's the numbers, the turkey numbers were up, and people were buying hunting and fishing licenses, and yeah. people were getting out there. Boats, you can't buy a boat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you ask Earl about boats, he, he's, yeah. he's, he's got orders out till June of next year. Uh-huh. Mm. That's crazy. Yeah, my little granddaughter, she's pretty, uh, she, <laughs> I don't know what the right adjective is, but so we're fishing down in the creek one day, and I got a little creek man on. She's got a little Mickey Mouse pole, and... You know, the line starts bobbing, and I said, set the hook. She sets the hook, and 
I said, you got a fish on, you got a fish on. She got mad and threw the pole in the water, and here goes the pole. I said, wait a minute, that's not what she's supposed to do. She, she didn't want the fish on her pole. She, it was her, her, her private pole. She, she didn't quite understand she's supposed to pull the fish in, so it was, it was oh, hilarious. Gosh. We laugh about that a lot. That's funny. Those are some memories. You know, oh, that'll, yeah, yeah. You know, when she gets older, she'll be, that'll be a funny story to, to oh, yeah, tell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Um, so, um I lost my train of thought there. You know, I think a lot of families have kind of discovered it on their own yeah. too. You know, even if they didn't grow up doing that. Oh, like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you know, you can't you can't go many places, even in Nashville, and see see kayaks racked up on the top of a car. You know, headed to the bikes, kayaks, you know, boats, big boats, little boats, you name it. You know, it's uh, the Caney Fork, all these streams. Oh yeah. I mean, I'll see them, you know, floating by here in kayaks. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's great, and uh, and it's great that you know not only. It's back to, you know, creating these legacies for the youth, but you're also creating, you know, exercise and your, your sure. the outdoors and fresh air and vitamin D and, and the, uh, instead of sitting behind a TV screen playing a, a computer game or something. Or worried about the news and the COVID. And yeah, just turn, just turn it off, you know, yeah. and that's what's great about it. Uh, you know, nighttime you go, you know, look for lightning bugs or, mm. you know, you, you go, you know, I'm found a really cool bird a nest that the kids just thought it was great and you know so any anything outdoors it, it's not all about catching and shooting it's all about you know just the whole gamut of of the outdoors right and jason kind of brought it up a little bit ago you know that the agency isn't all about just hunting and fishing i mean there's a lot of a lot to managing oh, all the wildlife it's, in unbe- Tennessee. it's unbelievable and you were talking about the eagles that right. you got uh cut on the property oh, i bought a buddy of mine down here to the deer hunt one time and we pulled up and we were going to hunt that afternoon spend the night and hunt the next morning and i just caught him he was just standing there frozen and i said steve what's wrong he says that's a bald eagle <laughs> i said yeah that's a bald eagle said, yeah I've never seen a bald eagle. <laughs> I said, well, there you go. <laughs> you know? Wow. So, Man, that's great. Yeah, and that, and that, that uh, the bald eagles in this area are a byproduct of a, a TWRA yeah. hack, uh, uh, nest that they built on the Cumberland River years ago at Billy Coble's farm. Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, because from here to Nashville is 15 miles as a crow flies. So, it was, you know, they, you know, we get territorial and they start expanding out yeah i've never found a nest but i would love to find their nest it's somewhere on the creek yeah and it's great that you know a species like that is taken off the endangered species oh, yeah. list because of that kind of work you know and oh yeah we were went i was talking about my backflow uh field so my local plumber that was had his backhoe and i came down here and he was sitting on the backhoe and he was just frozen looking up and i <laughs> steve what you doing he says Look, man, there's seven bald eagles <laughs> flying around because it was wintertime and all the tilapia in the pond had died. Oh, and they, oh, wow. they were ready for dinner. They were just coming in to get and get dinner. Wow. You know, not far from here in Ashland City area, we released uh, uh, an eagle. There was an eagle released. Oh, yeah. In honor and, of and, uh, and, Mr. Hatcher. That's right. That's uh, right. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that, was, uh, that was a cool event. So that wasn't far from here. I'm no, sure, I'm sure that's a family, you know. The, yeah, I mean, we've seen – I mean, they're uh, – you know, pr- producing out. We've seen juveniles. Yeah. Um, you know, you see the, you know, obviously the, the, the dominant gold, you know, bald eagle mm-hmm. with white head and the white tail, but we've seen juveniles. Yeah. Yeah. They're, so they're, awesome. they're, uh, they're, uh, being, being, uh, very, you know, they're growing, they're growing, mm-hmm. you know, they're being, uh, productive and, uh-huh. uh, 
producing some offspring. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Not many people could say they see that on their no, property. Right. So that's, that's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Um, one thing that um, uh, bringing up uh, a hatcher made me think of the foundation and, uh, and yeah. the work that the foundation does. And you mentioned, and, and I think the, the, the auction is over, but the governor's one shot didn't get to happen this yeah, it year. Was, it was really tragic that the pandemic kind of canceled that out. And that's a big part of the, you know, I think it's our, I know it's our biggest fundraiser for the foundation and they do so much for the agency. They sure mm -hmm. do. And, uh, so yeah, uh, I talked to Johnny the, uh, the other day and it was just a great success. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they sent it out to much more people than just the people that were physically at the one shot, which sure. is six or 700 people. I think he sent out the, the, uh, you know, the online auction yeah. catalog to 20,000 people. So you can, I've got friends of mine in Mississippi that are bidding on stuff. <laughs> yeah. So along with that auction and, and the, and the, the raffle and stuff with, with the elk and the other packages that were available. I mean, that's, that's a, the foundation does a lot for us as agency and, right. and, and you know that. And Earl, we went and visited with him last week. He was one of the founding members of the, right. of the foundation. Absolutely. And, and uh, it's really how I got really engaged with TWRA is through the foundation and, you know, started going the one shot and then started going to some dinners, wild game dinners mm -hmm. and really got to know Ed Carter and, and Johnny and Joey and just, you know, really, you know, seeing all, you know, all the people and, yeah. I don't know that I really remember a lot of the commissioners participating, but they were probably there, and I just didn't know them. But it was uh, it's a good group. Statewide still, you got to different regions, and yeah. uh, a good friend of mine was president for a couple of years and from Memphis. And, you know, just uh, you know, going to the one shot and seeing that grow and, and yeah. what they do for the, for the agency. It's amazing what they accomplish with the small staff they have oh it's you know, unbelievable it's, it's it's really wild well, you better get out of the way of johnny already <laughs> <laughs> he, he's energizer bunny with uh with uh you know nightcads that never never run out of juice right. you're right and then he still manages to have time to go hunting oh. he'll show me pictures you know, oh, I know. when he, do you have time to do this johnny he, he's unbelievable <laughs> yeah yep he sure is he sure is so uh one thing i want you to uh talk about if you don't mind what's one of your favorite hunting trips or fishing trips one of the most uh, memorable. fun memorable moments yeah. out in, in the outdoors you know it may be early skiing trips or something but well you know, you know what's one of the things that stands out that you God, never forget there are so so many great stories when when you do this you know for you know for hunting and fishing and you you create your friendships and you know the annual trips to canada or you know annual trips to dale hollow or whatever you're doing or mm -hmm. opening day at deer season you can't do day. it alone there's always going to be a group of well, guys it's or no group, fun you know. to do it alone <laughs> gotta pass yeah. it on yeah. yeah there's no fun to do it alone and and what i think is really uh the biggest uh enjoyment out of out of uh you know the whole gamut of the, of the sport of hunting and fishing is the preparation yeah like creating the food plots and then you know here come the the wildlife to the food plots and that you know you 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 know getting ready to go fishing you have to get all your new line on you got to buy you know 100 new lures that you already got the 100 that are still in the closet from last year and, yeah, exactly you know just the preparation and you know getting your plane tickets or deciding where we're going to meet to go you know and and that, those are the memories and then you know of course you always remember that you know that one big fish or that you know i shot a beautiful bull moose in in canada which was a great wow, trip neat. and the fishing outfitter we use in canada we uh one year we went uh beaver trapping uh -huh. for a week Wow. Wow. And he, you know, he, it was kind of like the old Huck Finn helped paint the fence, but 
He said, well, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna pay me to take you beaver trapping, so you do all the work, and i got to do it anyway. And I said, well, i got this figured out. So He's probably it, charging somebody he charged for that. Us. He charged us, yeah, but he had to do it because if you don't, in, in that part of Canada, if you didn't work your lines and catch so many beavers, you lost them. Oh, okay. Because they wanted you to trap the beavers. Uh-huh. Because if you had an overpopulation, it would screw up the ecosystem and the mm. water. And that. anyway, he's like, "Wait a minute, we're paying you to do this." <laughs> well, we had a big time, and and uh, the guy I went with a buddy of mine. He, one of my fishing buddies, Johnny Phipps. He, he actually purchased uh, a lot of the pelts and had a jacket made for his wife, oh, which is neat. very memorable. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that sounds like some fun trips. Oh yeah, we 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 had some fun times. We, you know, one of uh, my best memories. We we have a group that we were at the boat show. Gosh, early '80s, and none of us had kids. And you know, we walking around all the booths, and we saw this uh, place. You know, in Canada. Uh-huh. Of course, they had all the big fish, and it all looked like sure. You sure. know, everybody's gonna catch the big trophies and stuff. And so we we kind of did some due diligence and found out who the good outfitters was were and. Uh, went went you know went to uh went to canada and uh so we same place every year mm-hmm. it was great you start to understand the, the people in the lakes and so one year there was uh four of us coming back from fishing one day and they we'd always go out to these small lakes and they'd take us in seaplanes which were very remote and mm-hmm. you'd have to you know carry the motors in and and it was a little more work and we were younger and we could we could handle it but we we, we had a little accident in the seaplane and uh and uh everybody was fine and uh so we turned around there were four of us and they said all right all right boys blood brothers nobody tell their wives because they'll never let us come back right <laughs> so this one guy uh he he couldn't keep a secret oh, if he had man. to oh so man. that night we're, we're at the cabin we're had dinner and everybody's nobody had a scratch on them and uh so one of the people from the camp came down and said, there's only one phone up at the main lot. He said, uh, got an emergency phone call for Johnny. And, he, you know, so he goes and he says, uh, his wife's on the phone, you know, because she'd heard from the other wife that we'd had a plane oh, crash. No. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute, who, who? <laughs> so we, we laugh about that to this day. But when we came to a stop, we, we he, he never got off the water. He lost directional control on takeoff. It was a crosswind and mm. probably really shouldn't have been, you know, attempting the takeoff, but he was, you know, they got a schedule and they're running late. So we ended up up in the trees and, you know, that props going up in the trees. We we're the world's largest weed eater. And, and <laughs> so I was in the right seat, co-pilot seat, and the pilot was in the left seat. And we come to a stop and I'm looking out the window and there's fuel leaking out of the wings. And, and uh, he says, uh, he said, all right, everybody just stay put. And I said, buddy, I'm out of here. So I go back to the back of the plane, my eyes about this big around. Everybody followed me around. We jump in the water and swim away from the airplane. I thought it was going to catch on fire. I didn't know. It was it wow. was pretty funny. I'd say that is one adventure that, was, that sticks that's out. That's a memory that. Uh, so did you ever get to go back? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, right. I'm a seaplane pilot, so I, I, I owned a seaplane. So There you go. You know, uh, okay. I, we wouldn't have had that problem had I been flying. There right. you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Well, this has been fun. I appreciate you having us out at your place. No problem. It's great. Uh, you know, it's great to just talk to, talk with you and learn about your passions and, and you know, and just thanks for all you do, too. You know, yeah. thank, you. Yeah. So, yeah. thank you for all y'all do. I mean, it's uh, just I've heard they're talking about doubling the pay for a commission. Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's uh, uh, it's, in, it's well, they it's, might as well triple it, I guess. Well, uh, <laughs> we're worried about the tax implications, so we might have to just stick with doubling for right now. <laughs> 
for everybody uh, listening, it's zero pay. Yeah, you yeah, no, we love it. great volunteers. Yeah, yeah we, we love it. It's a great honor. And and I told the governor when he called me, I can remember it like as yesterday, driving down the interstate, and I saw it come up on the caller ID. Because the governor and I were friends before mm-hmm. uh, we served on the YMCA board uh, together, and you know he does business. Our companies did business and. I saw it come up, and I kind of thought it was coming, but you just don't know till you Never get the know. call, you know. And yeah. and it was it was great. It's a great right. honor. And, awesome. Uh, exciting. Awesome. Well, Jimmy, thank you. All right, and, thank uh, you, Don. Thanks for co-hosting. You bet. No. You bet. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening. Yeah. Thanks for watching, and uh, we'll see you next time on Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week.